So I'm sure you know about mindset work. I'm sure you've heard about that. I'm sure you probably have some sort of mindset practice. But what I wanted to bring you today is an explanation of an embodiment mindset tool that I've come to use and love and I recommend. And it's come up talking to multiple clients in the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to bring it to you here. I did a training on this in a free event I did a couple of months ago, the Sold Out Mama. So I'm bringing that to you today for this episode. So when you hear reference to Sold Out Mama, that's what this is. This was a recording from a couple of months ago, but the content is still gold. It's still juicy. This was originally done through Zoom and it did walk people through this exercise with music. And the music didn't come through great in the podcast recording. So just disclaimer there, maybe you might need to turn up the volume a little bit when I go through the songs or you might skip through that part up to you. But I'll explain more in the episode about when to use this and how to use this and how to make it yours. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sold Out Mama event. I'm so excited that you're here with me. And what I wanted to start with is just that, like, why I did this really quickly before we dive into mindset today. So the things I hear from other mom entrepreneurs all the time is that, like, what they really want is, like, freedom and spaciousness and peace and to feel fulfilled as a human, like, as a woman, in addition to our role as mother. And for a lot of us, business plays into that. Um, it's a space for us to really be us and kind of reconnect with that <laughs> part of ourselves, you know, from even before motherhood. Maybe it's a new part of ourselves that we never even knew we had. In addition, to be able to support themselves and their families in the life that they desire with their businesses, right? Maybe you're similar. And so I know that we also hold dual roles as a CEO and as a mother. And it can feel like a lot, right? It can feel like a lot to hold and that like they're almost like conflicting roles and priorities. But I don't believe that actually that they have to be that way. I believe that you started your business for a reason. And I believe that the path to all of those things, that freedom, that spaciousness, that peace, fulfillment, lies in learning how to sell out, meaning like creating a full roster of clients or students or whatever in your business in a way that you can feel confident about and do on repeat and that will support you in all of these other things, right? So you can pay for team to support you. You can pay for yourself more so that you can live the life that you want to live. All of those things, right? And that's why I'm bringing you this event this week. So before I get started on today's topic, which is the Soul Dot Mama Mindset, again, I want to introduce myself for those of you who are new to me and my work. So hi, my name's Kim. I'm a business coach for introverted driven moms. I am a single mom to two boys who are now seven and nine years old. I started my business as a VA, turned podcast producer five years ago when they were two and four, and I was still married, but I was the sole income earner in our family. I was an unfulfilled physician assistant at the time. I was a pediatrician, basically, and just like got tired of like praying, praying children off my 
things when I had to go to work and just being like having nothing left to give my kids at the end of the day um, because I'd given it all to my patients, right? But I went from having no experience in business, no prior desire or thoughts of being an entrepreneur. If you told me even six years ago that I would be where I'm at now, I would have laughed at you and been like, what the hell are you talking about? But I just knew I wanted to be home with my kids and also provide for my family. And I knew that I could figure it out. Obviously, I didn't do it alone, right? But like that it was possible for me. Um, But then I went, I started my business. I left my career in medicine. I replaced my salary within a few months of starting my business. And I went on to scale my business to consistent twenty dollars to $30,000 revenue months within three years while raising two kids with little to no childcare, deciding to sell everything that we had in Las Vegas, which was right before the pandemic, buy an RV, move our family of four at the time into it and figure out how to travel, live and homeschool and run a business from the road while we full-timed in the RV for nearly a year and a half of that time all over the US. And again, this was like, not because of the pandemic, but it happened during the pandemic. (laughs) The vast majority of that was doing podcast production for other female entrepreneurs. And I added coaching about two and a half years ago. So about halfway into that. Now, my life and business look a little different as I'm now a single mom. My kids are older and in public school. Um, We've settled down in the beautiful Pacific Northwest in the United States. And now my primary focus in my business is coaching with just a little bit of done-for-you work. But I still have my kids 90% of the time. They're pretty much with me full-time. So, and I don't still have a lot of childcare. But these principles and lessons that I've learned over the last five years in my business around mindset, sustainable business models, and how to sell in a way that feels aligned still apply and are still things I practice in my own business as well as teach my private coaching clients. And I will add, I am not an extrovert in person. I am pretty introverted. I consider myself shy. I'm socially awkward as fuck in person. Um, I do love hanging out with a small group of friends, but like, I just, I'm not somebody like that went out like to networking events or was like all over the place or, or whatever. So I just want to say that in case you resonate with that. Anywho, today we're going to start with mindset because while strategy is important in selling and growing and scaling your business so that it supports you and allows you the flexibility, the peace, the spaciousness to also have a thriving and fulfilling life outside of your business, which you totally get to have. I can tell you from my own experience and that of many, many clients and peers that learning tools to work on your mindset is like the thing that will allow you to implement those strategies and show up and more importantly, even be able to feel the way you want to feel when you get there, when you get the results that you're after in your business. And it allows you to be able to hold all the goodness you're working towards for yourself, your business, and your family. So let's get started. So first, I want to address that if you've been in the online space for any length of time, you probably have heard the word mindset. You might be excited by that. You might want to throw something at my face for saying we're going to start with mindset. Might roll your eyes. I'm not going to lie that sometimes in this uh, online space over the last couple of years, sometimes mindset has got a bad rap, right? But I do think that it's really important. And you may have had an idea of what that means or what mindset work is because of all of that, right? It's taught in so many different ways by so many different people. But the way I look at mindset is doing things that make you feel good and allow you to show up in the world the way you want to as a business owner and a mom. And the thing that really shifted and up-leveled my own mindset game and allowed me to go from feeling overwhelmed as fuck, 
Like I couldn't take a deep breath. That was like rare that I felt like I was actually relaxing and breathing deeply, (laughs) unable to rest and relax. Even when I had built an amazing team and business that was making plenty of money and meant that I didn't have to work a bazillion hours to now being able to hold the good and the hard times in life and business, hold my business and my kids through a really rough year personally this year, actually take true restful time off for myself. Lots of truly present time with my kids. Going to the pool in the middle of the day, going to the park, taking them on hikes, and like not no longer feeling like I'm, you know, have to be attached to my phone or like I'm something's going to drop in my business or this fear, this constant fear. I'm like really in a place where I'm really and truly feeling peace, regardless of what's going on in my business. And this is true at all stages of my business, right? As far as like this applies when my Agency was at a tight, and this applies when it's now it's back down to me, and I'm focusing on coaching, right? And this piece, the thing that really shifted it for me was bringing somatic, like physical body components into my mindset practice. Because I also learned early on in my business mindset work, which I had no clue what it was when I first started, but I learned it as like affirmations and fear journaling and gratitudes and future gratitudes. And and these things all can be helpful. And they are actually things that I use and still use and cycle into my mindset practice. But they aren't the whole picture. And so like if you've tried things like that and you don't feel like it's really worked for you, I invite you to give this a try before you write off mindset work. So um, basically like bringing this extra component, like this physical somatic component into mindset work has really actually made the mindset work more efficient, the, the mental mindset work more efficient and more effective. And it really, really has made huge shifts. So I hope that it's going to help you as well. So kind of a base backup, like baseline of like what I'm, why I'm talking about this. So we've all got stories and limiting beliefs that we've picked up throughout our lives, right? Starting as little, little kids and unconscious strategies that we've developed to try and avoid getting hurt. These are things that we don't even realize we're doing. They're just second nature. They served us as little kids, right? This might be trying to make everybody happy, (laughs) Um, trying to anticipate if, you know, your partner or your parents or your friends or your clients are upset trying not to make a mistake. This might be trying to stay small, playing small because, you know, you were told that you were too much, too loud or too big or whatever. You couldn't explain things, right? Whatever it is, right? They, they, maybe they served us as little kids, but they pretty much never, ever actually serve us as adults in, in our careers, right? For most of us, they're actually running the show most of the time without us even realizing it, unless you're starting to do this um, kind of mindset work and start to be aware of them and start to shift and reframe them, right? Rewrite them. And they can keep us stuck in our businesses and keep us feeling like it's never enough or never safe to rest and enjoy everything we've built. Like I said, I can tell you from personal experience, my business, I had a team fully supporting me and I was traveling full time. And there was a time when like I I was only working probably, I don't know, 15 hours a week max in my business. And I still, it still didn't feel like it was enough until I really started bringing in this piece and working on like my mindset, like moving things through my body. So again, these are things like perfectionism, always taking care of um, others before ourselves, overachieving, fear of things, getting things wrong or disappointing people. This might be even like 
freezing and not actually doing anything in your business because (laughs) you don't want to get it wrong, right? So part of reframing those into stories, beliefs, and thoughts that actually do serve you and not like not only will it make you feel better, but it'll actually be able, help you be able to show up better for yourself, for your business, and for your family. And part of that is the mental work, like I talked about, the journaling, affirmations. There are different ways to do this. If you don't love journaling, that's totally okay. I do really personally love journaling, but in a way of like I'm putting pen to paper, right? It doesn't matter if it's in a pretty journal or in something you keep or on a piece of paper that you tear up and throw away. Like it, it doesn't matter. Um, you can type it out, although I think there's been a lot of evidence that like physically writing something or saying it out loud can be super helpful. And I'm not talking about like today we did this, right? Um, or even just venting in your I'm not talking about that. Um, and affirmations, fear journaling and all these things are are really helpful, right? Getting awareness. That's how we get awareness of like what those stories are, what those limiting beliefs are, what those fears are, what are the things that are keeping us stuck. So that is actually really important. But the piece I want you to add on is bring your body into it. Because the experiences in our lives that led us to developing those limiting beliefs, those stories, those strategies, also were felt in our bodies. And for pretty much all of us, it stayed there. <laughs> um, because if it's caused that strategy, that means that like we didn't actually process it in the moment. We didn't have the tools. So our parents didn't have the tools to help us process those emotions. I can go into this for, like, this is a whole other story because there's, there's a lot there, right? But it stays in our body and is like kind of normalized. So we don't even realize it. And like I said, I, I know I was walking around in pretty much a constant f- flight or freeze trauma response for me and didn't even know it, right? I was almost always felt keyed up, not like angry, more like, like I said, I couldn't take a deep breath, like, and not like a physical thing, um, but like a, you know, just always on edge, always like feeling like there must be something I'm forgetting or like, you know, trying to make sure that I covered all my bases, all the things in the business with the clients, with the team, with my kids, my ex-partner and all the things on the house, all the things. And like that, either that, or I was just so, (laughs) so I was keeping busy, right? This flight response is like all that keyed up energy and like, okay, well, I got to keep, I I need to go in and I got to work more in my business or I got to go clean the kitchen or I got to go do this or I've got to just move. I got to do something or freeze, right? Where I'm just like, kind of numb and I can't move and I'm stuck. Like not physically. I, I never really kind of got in a mo- place where I couldn't physically move, but like, you know, maybe it's work time and like, I didn't actually get anything accomplished. <laughs> maybe you've been there. It might be similar for you or maybe for you, it might be more of like an angry fight feeling all the time. Like you're just pissed at like, clients or your partner or your kids or um, the world as a whole or your like, people online. I'm like, why don't they fucking get it? Why are they not buying from you? Right. And that usually alternates with the people pleasing fawn response. Like, sure. Yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. Like whatever you want. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. But in my experience, as much as I like affirmed and tried to do that, tried to write these down, tried to say them to myself, like it's safe to relax. It's safe to take time off. That was something I really, really wanted to was like, I actually wanted to feel the peace and the spaciousness and like, like I could actually relax. I couldn't quite get there. Have you ever felt that way? So learning tools to move emotions through your body combined with the mental work is the key in my experience to making the biggest, longest lasting shifts in the way you feel and show up. And it makes the mental mindset work so much more effective. So 
Today, I want to teach you one of my favorite tools to use for mindset work. It's called swamping. It's originated from a woman named Regina Thomas Shower, I think is how you say her name, her name, uh, aka Mama Gina. But there's a lot of different flavors you can use to this. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. There's, it's got its roots. Its roots are like giving yourself space to, or even just like a few minutes to like feel your emotions and move them through your body. Because what keeps us stuck is when we actually just try and push through them and move on, right? And if you've been like I was, like never really actually having the space or the tools to feel and move them through your body, they just kind of pile up and pile up and pile up, right? And so there's different ways to do this. You can use this if you know that you're feeling really angry and you need to calm down. You can use this if you know that you're feeling scared and you need to calm down. You can do this if just something feels off and you're like, okay, like I'm not focusing. I'm feeling super overwhelmed. I know I need to get some work done, but like I'm having a hard time paying attention or like I'm noticing myself keeping myself busy or like maybe something's up there, right? So like I don't use this tool every day, but I do use it often. I used it this morning. (laughs) I do return to it often. It's so, so helpful to learn to bring in for those times, like I mentioned. Like just, it can be even like, Every day for a few days if you're new to this and just moving your body will be so helpful, especially with music, which is what I'm going to introduce to you, but especially if you're catching yourself, like just feeling super stressed out, super overwhelmed, like you're trying to do mindset work and it's not working. You can't focus. You're trying to do the journaling. It's not working. Like you're avoiding something in your business. Like all of these times, it's really great time to bring in this swamping practice. It takes just about 10 minutes tops. It's super fun. (laughs) And I'm going to teach it to you today. Okay. I want to invite you to give it a try today and let me know how it goes. So I think that it actually really helps to do this either in the middle of like other mindset work. So if you start with some journaling and then get up and move, like do some swamping and then finish your journaling, you can use this if you are still kind of feeling keyed up and like you just can't focus and then go to do journaling or listen to the affirmations episode that I'm going to be dropping today as well. You can break it out and even like not do it (laughs) in like around mindset work. Maybe just if you're feeling like keyed up later and you're like, you need to take a break for a few minutes and listen to some music and swamp it out a little bit. This is something that I've actually been open about with my kids because earlier on in their lives, right? We didn't do a whole lot of like, I did a lot of, you know, I'd hold it in. I didn't want them to see when I was too upset or whatever, or I tried to keep that from them. But there's a, there's a balance, right? We don't want to put all of our feelings. We don't want to put them on their shoulders, but it's a balance of like allowing them to see what it's like to have big feelings, right? That adults still get big emotions and that it's okay. And, and by them watching me do these tools, they've started to learn some regulation tools and some, at least normalizing of like, okay, we, they just need to move it through their body, right? So you can do this in front of your kids if you feel comfortable. If you don't, that's fine. I didn't at first. At first, I went off and like, when I first started doing this, I would like go on a walk and go in like this like secluded area that like nobody was. Or you can do this in your bathroom, but you can do it in your living room. You can do it in your bedroom. You can do it in front of your kids or without them. You can do it anywhere that feels good. But go somewhere you can feel comfortable moving and shaking your body and maybe even getting a little loud if that feels good. I'm going to give you an invitation to make some noise. You don't have to. You don't have to do any of this. Do what feels good. <laughs> if you're listening to this while you're driving or multitasking, 
or walking, maybe just come back to this later and give it a try. I think if you're walking, if you feel comfortable dancing a little bit and just kind of moving your body, it depends where you're walking and depends how your level of comfort. I totally have done this while walking before, but not everybody feels comfortable doing that. It's totally up to you. So I'm going to walk you through a practice, a swamping practice, where we actually move through three different vibes, right? The first one's like anger or rage. This is one of us, one that a lot of women in particular, I think, have, I think we've kind of been socialized to to shove this down, to like not express anger, to like just kind of deal with it and move on. And it's so important. Everybody gets angry. It's so important to move it through your body because it just builds up into resentment, right? Um, The second one's grief. And this can be to help with feelings. It could be grief, like if you're going through something hard with a friend or a family member or in your relationship or with your kids, or it could be grieving over like that your business isn't going the way you want it to go right now, or that, you know, money is tight or that you lost it with your kids this morning or whatever. It's just like giving you the space to feel sadness or grief because it's there within all of us at some point or another. It varies and we need to let that out too, right? And then we're going to wrap it up with turn on or pleasure, like something that makes us feel good is what I mean. It doesn't have to be like sensual, just like clearing it all and like how you want to be feeling, right? So I'm going to choose one song that I love for each of them, kind of walk you through what to do. So you can listen to the songs that I'm going to play and kind of walk through with me, like how to move your body. Feel free, though, to choose your own songs, obviously. You want to pick a song that mm, gives you that feeling, I guess, right? So if you're moving anger through, like maybe a song about somebody that's pissed (laughs) or just has like a, you know, kind of a bigger, harder beat where you can just shake and like punch or whatever you got to (laughs) do, kick, you can take a towel and like smack the wall with it or a bed, you can punch a pillow, you can scream into a pillow, you can like dance, whatever. It's, this is not about dancing in a, like a way that anybody cares what it looks like. This is about like just moving your body the way that it it needs to move. Um, when you're doing the anger one, if you haven't felt anger in a while, tears may come. That's okay. It's all welcome, right? I'll walk you through it there. And then as far as like, yeah, the grief or the sadness one, I'll just, yeah, I'll walk you through all of this as we go. So how you can also use this is like, if I'm just kind of like feeling off, if you're like feeling off and not sure about like what emotion is really under there, something just feeling off, I do like to go through all three of these. If you know for sure that it's anger, you can just do anger and then like a turn on or a pleasurable song. If you know for sure that it's like grief, you can just do grief and then a pleasurable song. Although there's usually some anger related to that, but not always. Um, if it's fear, you might do both and play with it, or you might do a song that's more needing to just like high energy and you can shake your body a lot. So you can just do this with two songs. I always do like to recommend wrapping it up with a song that makes you feel good because we don't want to stay stuck in those feelings that are kind of keeping us stuck. We want to let them move through and then we want to move into, you know, a high vibe song. So let me pull up my songs here. And bear with me, if on the podcast, I don't know how good you're going to be able to hear this and me at the same time. I'm going to try and move my microphone. If you need any recommendations, you can always send me a message. 
I'm happy to share my songs with you, my playlists. Here we go. So what we're going to do first is we're going to listen to a song. We're going to move through some like anger, right? We're going to allow some anger to move through us. So what we're going to do here is I invite you to stand up if you aren't standing already and give yourself some space. doesn't have to be a ton of space, just a little bit of space because I'm going to have you shake your legs, shake your hips, shake your arms. You can punch out into the air like kickboxing. You can, you can kick your legs if that feels good. You can do whatever feels good. You're just going to listen to your body and move it the way that it wants to move, right? So I am going to pick today... I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, U by Gail. So while you're listening to it, you can just start shaking your legs. Shake your hips. Shake your shoulders and your hands and your arms. Keep going as you're shaking. Take some audible breaths out, some sounding, some uh, or even growling or screaming if you can. Scream into a pillow if you need to. Even if it's just like, uh, keep going. Move however it feels good. For me, this usually winds up into a little bit of a dance and a kickboxing party. <laughs> There's no right or wrong way to do it. Just move. Maybe, maybe shaking a little more hard, like a little punchy. Belt it out, headbang, whatever feels good. feeling checking in okay we're gonna move on now we're gonna take some breaths trying a little more sounding if there's still something that feels stuck there if this is something where you're feeling like there was a lot of pent-up anger in there you can pause this you can go listen to a couple more songs that make you feel like you want to move 
and let that anger out and then come back to this where we can move on. So now we're going to move on to like one, this is like a, a griefy, sad kind of song. Um, and these all, everybody has different songs that hit them differently. So I'm just going to play one that always hits me and we'll see how this goes. See if you agree. But for this part of the swamp, for grief, I tend to find it's more helpful to be more still. So go move a little slower, maybe lay down, maybe hold a pillow or a warm blanket. Um, sometimes I really actually usually like to stretch as well, like slow stretching of like my arms or my upper body or my legs while I'm doing this. And we're just moving more slowly. We're just feeling if tears come, let them come. If they don't come, that's fine too. Everything is welcome. I'm going to choose landslide, but if this doesn't hit it for you, like you can, or if you feel like there's more that needs to come, like you can pick another song or two um, if you want before you move into Turn On and we move through this. To my love, took it down. Climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Ten shots in my heart rise above can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? And if you see 
Also feel good to sing out loud if it helps. If that feel if you feel so called to do. All right. We're gonna kind of come back. Give yourself a few breaths to come back if that felt heavy. All right. But now. Now that we've allowed those feelings and emotions to kind of move through our body, give body given them a place to be expressed, we're going to move into some feel-good, some turn-ons, some pleasure, some, like, fun music. So I'm going to play one of my favorites for this one. This can be whatever song you like that gets you, ex- like, having fun. Ideally, if it gets you kind of dancey and moving, that's even better. <laughs> um, it makes you feel high vibe, right? So we're going to end with that. So I'm going to choose. This can be also a song that kind of feels sensual and you can move your body in that way. It, that's fine too. Like you can do that. You can do one that just like makes you want to jump around and like feel happy. Whatever. You can belt it out. You can dance, hop around. I do encourage you to move during this though. So dance whatever way your body wants to, jump up and down, do some more shaking if you feel you need to. Otherwise, just like you can do some hip circles. You can be touching um, your face or your body in a way that feels pleasurable. It doesn't have to be like in a sexual way, just like getting back into your body, right? So in your hair, your neck, your face, you can do like a breast massage. You can like rub your thighs or your arms. You can be dancing around you can smell a candle like whatever feels good all right so let's play some music and dance and then we're gonna wrap this up Thank you. 
So now we can come on back. You can still move if you feel good. You can just slow down, take some breaths. Again, this is about doing what your body needs and feeling good. Hmm. Now we can just take a few deep breaths. Kind of come back into our bodies again and like into this moment back into whatever you're doing, <laughs> if you're about to go work, if you're on a walk, if you've got stuff you need to do at home, whatever that is. We're going to give ourselves a few more seconds, a few more breaths. I like to put one hand on my chest and one hand on my belly so I can make sure that I'm actually breathing all the way into my belly and breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. So you can try that. An audible exhale. Okay. So, how do you feel? I hope that you're feeling a little better. Now is the perfect time to go take an action in your business or sit down to journal or turn on the mindset affirmations recording I'm going to drop for today and go for a walk or do whatever feels good. Take a bath, whatever. But especially if you're going to go take an action. So, this might be going to journal, write a post. <laughs> Have a conversation. Follow up with somebody you had a discovery call with. Something like that. Go do something now that we've kind of moved. Like even if it's just maybe baby step, right? And then let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> You've got this, mama. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.